Did you know you can support your local independent bookstore and me in my efforts to promote books that feature women in aviation by shopping for your next aviatrix read on the Literary Aviatrix website? I built the website to serve as a central source to search and find books featuring women in aviation, and it was important to me to offer you the opportunity to buy from independent sellers. If the book you're interested in is available on bookshop.org, you'll find a link to purchase through my affiliate account on my website, which means I'll receive a small portion of the sale to support the content you love. Blue skies and happy reading. This is Liz Booker with a literary aviatrix author's note from writers whose work features women in aviation and other experts in the field of writing and publishing. This one is from season two, episode one, in my conversation with Meryl Tingsdahl about her book, Shatter the Sky. In it, she shares some lessons learned from her writing and publishing process. She had a ghostwriter, which you'll hear about, and was on a very tight timeline. And she also gives advice to other awesome women in aviation about whether or not to write their memoirs. What you probably need to know is that Meryl was on sort of a tight timeline, serendipitous to her participation in the reality television series, Tough as Nails. So she was on this show, she wanted this book out sort of in tandem to that to kind of share with the audience what her backstory was. If you could go back and do anything differently, what would it be? And what advice do you have for the women who are out there who are were like you, are like you, who are role models, who have all this experience to share, but they don't have this push of a television show to get them over the edge? What would you say to them to convince them to tell their stories? Right. So <clears throat> what what I learned in the process to do this is one, I wanted a ghostwriter because for me, it's hard to write about myself in, in this way. So choose your writers carefully. I, I think I wasted a considerable amount of time with my first ghostwriter. The original plan was to have the book out during the tough as nails going. That was, that was the plan. So I knew it was pretty aggressive. And, you know, fell short of that. But um, I think the product is a lot better. So, you know, I was told by the first ghostwriter, hey, trust the process. And I did. And I got burnt for it. So I learned later that there are people out there that will actually hit timelines. And, you know, interview your writers well if you're going to have someone do that or help you. I think I would, I still would have gone independent publishing. I, th I think the timeline for traditional publishing is, is um, really long. Like it's, it's could be like a two year process and for good or bad, I'm a little impatient with that. And I, I felt that if I had gone that way and I had other editors get involved, I think they would have you know, wash down the stories too much. And I don't think it would have been the same realistic kind of funny. Maybe there would have been more emphasis on my relationship with 
I, I don't know which way it would have gone, but I think it would have been more washed out than anything. So that's why I wanted to do it the independent route. And, and that's, and that choice is everyone makes different choices as pros and cons. You have someone editing that's a publishing company, like a, a random house or something, you know, they're going to get it out there. Um, I'm responsible for my own marketing. So that's, that's another thing. Um, but again, I do have that show behind me to help push in those directions. And that's why I thought the independent publishing would go better. Um, but you also have social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You have all those avenues. And if you have the time and you're willing to pursue those, that might be the marketing platform for you. Um, I have lately um, hired someone to do PR work for me. I still have Harry Walker that, you know, talks about me and is still working those things. So, and this stuff is, it's not free for the most part. So you're going to have to pay for it. You're going to have to pay for the ghostwriter. Um, that was a work for hire. You're going to have to pay for the uh, book production. That's a work for hire. Um, but, you know, she helps produce and, and pro- she called it production, but it's production slash producing because she takes, she elevates that book to the next level and, and shows you buzzwords and keywords and stuff. So I'm still learning in this process. And if I went traditional, I probably wouldn't have to. I would just sit back. But again, I have more control and more control over my life and how the book goes. So I could go this week to San Antonio and do a book signing. Um, you know, I have, you know, it's, it's on, you know, after I did Amazon exclusive for a short period of time. Now I, I branched out and went with Ingram Sparks to do the publishing so I could get in the Barnes and Nobles and all those other things. Okay. So I would I would just have a game plan. Now, knowing what I know, I would have had a better game plan and how things would have flown, uh, how, how things would have flowed. I think, yes, there was an element of luck for me and I met the right people. Um, doesn't mean that the process was any easier emotionally for me. It was daunting. I mean, there, I had a lot of sleepless nights and you, you saw it that last month. You saw a version of the book before it was done and you had these comments, but I was like, man, we already did another yeah. six iterations. It was, yeah. it was wild. It was, you know, version control was very important. And, you know, I kept reliving some of these stories and, you know, just, it was emotionally draining and taxing and, you know, my moods would swing up and down. Yeah, it was crazy, but it was worth it. Well, there was more to that question that I'm going to come back to, but, but on the things that you just talked about right now, I, I want to say a couple of things. First of all, um, what I am observing and learning from this is that the publishing route that you go and I, and I'm, well, it, it applies to all books, you know, the, the, the decisions that you make about how you're going to write or get assistance in the writing of your work and then how you choose to publish that book. And then, you know, how you choose to engage with the market with a platform of some sort are all choices that you're making as an author publishing a book and will affect sales. It will affect the audience 
the, the scope of the audience that you potentially will reach. And so, you know, you can start with the writing. If you are not somebody who is a strong writer and you don't choose, you are not interested in pursuing that as like, you know, your next thing in life um, or as a hobby, then get some help with it. If you are a writer, you think you're a writer, get critique partners and get some help and then do go to workshops and then make sure that you get an editor. Like, because every Every time you decide not to do one of those things, you are going to further limit your audience. And for you, when I talked about you being unique, you had this platform. So you had like the cart before the horse. You had a platform first. Therefore, you had a market for your book. Most writers and most of our you know, peers in the industry who are maybe hitting retirement have stories and want to put them out there, they may be well known inside the aviation circles, and they may be able to market to this circle. But if you want to get outside of it, you know, you had a platform, you had a way for your story to get out there. A traditional publisher is going to help you with that. You you need to think about like, who do you want to impact? Who do you want to hear your story? What is important to you? And then make those choices. I just feel like I'm watching just sort of the the breadth of the sort of canon of our books and learning from them. And I just want writers or people who are thinking about telling their story to really know that each one of these things is a choice. And depending on the choices that you make and depending on the audience that you want to reach, you know, you can improve your odds by doing different things. So what about those ladies out there? Who have a story. Have and a they, story and everybody's telling them they need to write a book. You know what? Just listen to them and go do it. No, it's going to be a pain. You don't want to. Yeah, just do it. It You will be happy that you did. I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy and grateful that I, I did it. Um, the process was, you know, it was different for me. It was uncomfortable, but, you know, for people who have cool stories, go take a dive in the sea of uncomfortableness and start doing the backstroke and start, you know, just, (laughs) (laughs) just start swimming. It'll be okay. And uh, even if you just find someone to interview you and ask you the deep, thought questions about why, you know, figure out, you know, who you want to target, why you want to write it, even though you don't want to write it. But if you did write a book about your story, what do you want the world to know about you? And then have someone interview you. And then you'll find that, okay, maybe they're right. Maybe I should write the story. 